Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. WOMC HD3 Detroit. KMPS HD3 Seattle. WBMX HD3 Boston. And on AOL Radio. And Yahoo Launchcast. CBS Radio's The New Sky. Do you feel powerless? Lack clarity and wonder where your life is headed. Do you struggle with moving forward? Are you tired of being held back? Sarah and Sophia Lee have been providing guidance to thousands of women and men for over two decades. They will help you reach your highest potential in love, career, finances, and all other aspects of your life. Join them now for their unique and fun approach in empowering you to live the life of your dreams. This is Empower, Enlighten, Envision Your Life. Call now. 248-545-SOUL. CBS Radio's The Sky. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight's show. We are Empower, Enlighten, Envision, and I am Sophia Lee, joined here by Lady Sarah. Hello. Hello. Is, it still, is it still too loud? I just moved the head thing down a little bit. It's a little lower, yeah. Before yeah, you were okay. like deafening. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, so uh, Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics, as well as certified life, as certified um, relationship life coaches, who will help you with your love and relationship problems, issues, and concerns. Here, you will have no fluff, no fairy tales, just accurate psychic readings with realistic advice. You can find us on Empower, Enlighten, and Vision.com. And that's also where the, uh, the playbacks of this broadcast are, are stored, as well as soulmatereading.com, where you can find many, many articles about love, romance, relationships, soulmates, and twin flames. Of course, you can also find us on Shea Parker's Best American Psychics and on the Psychics page of Ohm Times Magazine. Awesome plugging for them. So the topic of tonight's show is about fear and how your fearful behaviors can affect, sabotage, and ruin your relationships. We are taking callers tonight for psychic readings, so give us a call at 248-545-7685. If you have never spoken to us or you would like the opportunity to speak to both of us at the same time, now is your opportunity. So that number is 248-545-7685. Or just use the immediate feedback at NewSkyRadio.com, and our fabulous producer, Markel, will get the question over to us. So uh, today we also experienced a full moon eclipse in Gemini. Oh, woohoo to that. And what a fun day it has been indeed. Um, eclipses often have to do with beginnings and endings, and a full moon sometimes is also associated with endings. Gemini is the natural ruler of the third house of the mind, ideas, travel, neighbors, and immediate family members, and it is here that we will be focused during this time. Gemini is about ideas, communication, speech, and reason. So if things have felt unreasonable today in your world, 
as they certainly have in mine, blame it on the eclipse. That's what I'm doing. Epiphanies and secrets could come to light during this period and the days surrounding the eclipse. Ideas will start to take form and develop, and truths will be revealed, especially now that Mercury is finally going forward again. Hallelujah. So the full moon also brings us a release cycle, and if you have a need to release some things uh, to make ways for new ones to come into your life, now is a really good time to do that. So enough with the astro babble and, and on to tonight's topic. Tonight we're talking about fear and how fear can affect the different areas of your life. We're not talking about being afraid of sharks or being afraid of the dark or being afraid of clowns. We are talking about the kind of fear that causes people to behave in ways that can damage relationships, careers, and other areas of their lives. So we live in a dualistic universe, light and dark, black and white, spirit and matter, love and fear. <laughs> to live in the light, you must also understand the darkness. When you are in darkness, you have experienced the light. Love and fear are the only two emotions we are truly capable of feeling and expressing. All of our other emotions simply fall within the love or fear paradigm. For example, if you feel peace, happiness, joy, and tranquility, you are experiencing love. But if you focus on fear or have fear-based reactions, you will find insecurity, instability, depression, obsession, inadequacy, worthlessness, and anxiety. If you feel peace, you cannot feel anxious. If you feel depressed, you will not feel joy. Even with the greatest comedian telling you joke after joke after joke, if you're truly depressed, you're not going to truly feel joy. So many of us seem to be more fear-based than love-based in many of our reactions, um, in, in many of our reactions and relationships, even though we think, say, or feel that we act differently. We usually find these fear-based behaviors in two main areas of our lives, which are, of course, the most important areas, relationships and work. Well, by now, most people in the metaphysical and spiritual communities acknowledge that love and fear cannot coexist. They are mutually exclusive and will not thrive in the same space. They just won't. If you have fear, you cannot also have love. If you have love, any fear should be gone. So if you are doing things in your life that fulfill you and make you happy, you are living from your heart center. You are experiencing love. Love is light, and when we live from that place of love, we are living in the light. But what if you suddenly learn that the place you work at is going to, like, let's say, reorganize and layoffs are possible? For most people, fear steps in and love jumps right out the window. And the same holds true with your relationships. In your romantic relationships, or any other relationships for that matter, are you dwelling in a place of fear? Is it fear or is it love? Do you find yourself doing things or worrying about things that you normally would not do? Do you overanalyze everything he says and everything he does? Do you have good times together but then wonder if he really is having a good time? Is he having as good time as you are? Are these good times going to last? Do you constantly look for reassurance of his feelings? Are you threatened by every female he comes in contact with? You are not reacting upon your feelings of love for him. You are reacting to your fear of losing him. For whatever the reason, good or bad, 
your fear that when you put him to the test or try to make him prove that he really loves you, you're afraid that he will fail miserably. So what do you do? You try and remove all the tests, or you may even try to test him yourself. Does any of that really do any good? Does it help you alleviate any of your fears? Not really. What it does do is keep you in that place of fear, and your relationship is no longer based on love, but fear of losing the one that you love. Let's say you met a guy named Steve, and you know things have been going well between the two of you. You may find yourself looking for clues that, you know, he may not be what he seems, and and maybe he thinks, you know, that this isn't going as well as you do, and maybe he's being less than honest, even though he has given you no reason at all to think that. You may be holding back your own feelings because you're afraid he's not developing any, and decide, you know, you just want to appear more aloof and you don't want to seem that into him. You may not initiate anything because you don't want to make a fool out of yourself if he doesn't like you as much as you like him. Then one day, Steve does tell you that this is not working for him, and he thinks you should part ways. He tells you that he seems to think there's a lack of chemistry, and you know he doesn't think the relationship will go anywhere. A part of you may be then thinking, I knew it. But when he goes on to explain that he thought you didn't like him because you did nothing to show it, you realize that your fear just screwed up the whole thing, not Steve. You were so afraid to put yourself out there, take a chance, and show him that you liked him. And what you wound up doing was making Steve think, making Steve think that you just weren't really into him and that you never would be. And you made your fears a reality because now Steve is convinced the two of you are not right for each other. And your fear just lost you a potential relationship. And this happens so many times than, than, than people realize because Sarah and I both see it happen in, in so many relationships with the people that call us. Right, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, if, if you fear that something's going to happen and you keep focusing on that fear and it'll create you know, strange behavior and behavior that you really don't want to take ownership of and, and you can actually create a lot of distance and instability in your relationship as you react to something that may not even really be occurring, but it's just sort of like occurring because you are fearful that it's occurring. So once again, our call-in number is 248-545-7685. We are taking live callers tonight, or you can leave a a question for us on the immediate feedback at newskyradio.com, and our fabulous producer, Markel, will get the question over to us. Um, you can find a lot of our stuff that we write about on EmpowerEnlightenEnvision.com and a lot of insight and detail into relationships at PsychicRelationshipReading.com as well as SoulmatePsychicReading.com. Um, so I'm going to continue on with the topic for a little bit until we get into our first break. Um, some fears, some fears are healthy in relationships and other areas of our lives. If you really love someone, you should have a rational fear that you could lose them if you do obviously stupid things like cheat on them, steal their money, or run their mother over with a tractor. We should all have a healthy fear of losing the things that we value and make us happy. But what about the fear of losing things that are essentially worthless? Sounds stupid, doesn't it? Who would have a fear of losing something worthless? I mean, you're not lying in bed at night, worried, losing sleep because someone may steal your garbage, are you? Well, probably not. Of course not. But when it comes to relationships, people are afraid of losing either something they don't really have or something they should not want. 
time and time again we've heard someone say he is so mean to me he says terrible terrible things and calls me horrible mean names does nothing for me only takes from me cheats on me disrespects me has no has no time for me blah rah 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 but when their reading reveals what they need to do to change it or that they actually need to let go of this relationship we often hear but but I'm afraid of losing him. You are? Excuse me? Why would you be afraid of losing such a hideous relationship? Why would you even want it in the first place? Shouldn't you be afraid of remaining in that relationship more than you should be afraid of losing it? What are you really afraid of? Being alone? Starting over? Admitting you wasted your time and made mistakes being with this person? Either way, you have to deal with the fear because it is getting you into relationships and allowing you to remain in the relationships that are only making you miserable, okay? So our, our lines are open tonight, and our call-in number is 248-545-7685. The topic of our show tonight is about fear and about how our feel fearful behavior can actually affect, sabotage, and ruin relationships. We are taking callers tonight for psychic readings, so give us a call at 248-545-7685. If you have never spoken with us or would like the opportunity to speak with both of us at the same time, now is your chance. So that number is 248-545-7685, or you can use the immediate callback button at NewSkyRadio.com, and our fabulous producer, Markel, will get the questions over to us and we'll answer them for you live on the air. Um, we do have a caller on the line, which we will be taking after the break. Um, you can find out more about Sarah and myself at many of our websites. You can find information about us at EmpowerEnlightenedVision.com or soulmatereading.com. You can also speak to us directly at Shea Parker's Best American Psychics as well as on the Psychics page of Ohm Times Magazine. Um, we are Empower, Enlighten, and Vision, and we will be taking a short break. I thought I saw a man brought to life. He was warm, he came around, and he was dignified. You showed me what it was to cry Well, you couldn't be that man I adore You don't seem to know, you seem to care What your heart is for Well, I don't know him anymore There's nothing where he used to lie The conversation has run dry That's what's going on Nothing's fine, I'm torn Just what was there and not some holy light. 
Back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lee's now. 248 545 7685. Welcome back, and we are Empower, Enlighten, Envision. I am Sophia, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. Hello. And tonight we're talking about fear. Okay, we're going to bring a caller in in just a moment, and um, I want to give the callback number in before we start before we start taking callers tonight. And that call-in number is 248-545-7685. If you have never spoken with us, or you'd like the opportunity to speak with both of us at the same time and get a very different perspective on things or a very unique perspective on things, now is your opportunity. So once again, that number is 248-545-7685. Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics and relationship life coaches, and we do specialize in love and relationship issues, problems, and concerns, as well as soulmates and twin flames. So um, let's bring in, we have a caller on the line. Her name is Marie, and she's from New York, and she has a relationship question. Marie, hello. Hi. Hi, Hi, Marie. Marie. How are you? Okay. What can we do for you? Yeah, I was dating someone, and he kind of annoyed me all last week, and I think he was definitely wrong, and I really told him off on Sunday, like, extremely where I don't think I've ever been like that to anybody, Mm -hmm. but I do think he deserved it. I was wondering if we're going to reconcile or what might happen with it. Sure. Can I have his first name, Marie? Jimmy. Jimmy. Okay, Marie, did you feel, the you know, the week prior to you guys actually, well, to you actually blowing up on Sunday, did you feel like he was provoking you into a fight? Like he was, like, pushing it, like pushing your buttons and looking for a fight? Because that's the first thing that's coming up for me. Um, I don't know. 
yeah, his that's behavior what it kind of like. put me in shock. And then on Saturday, he kind of apologized for it. And I thought about it Saturday night, and then I flipped out on Sunday. From what it looks like to me, okay, he was he wasn't it wasn't about you, okay. The reason why he was so charming the week before, but it looks like he was looking for a fight and he was taking things out on you okay i do get that his apology was genuine though okay so he was trying to you know to make amends and although you gave him you know kind of like a butt chewing i don't get that he wants it completely you know over and finished you're just gonna have to give him a little bit of time to calm down yeah because i mean i don't think i've ever really laid into someone like i did i mean he did deserve it like i did on sunday Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm yeah, I would just kind of, I would just give him some, because I'm still getting him as mad. He's still mad. You know what I'm saying? So he hasn't completely calmed down right now. So to try and, you know, make contact at this point. Well, actually, he blocked me from being able to call him. <laughs> and he did, that, he did that pretty fast, and I only told him off like once, but when I told him off, I really told him off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's why he's showing up is still mad, but he'll he'll calm down, you know what I'm saying, and not be always coming from that place of anger. And I do get that he will, you know, allow the two of you to talk about this and get past it. So will he right. be calling me, or? Well, since your number's blocked, he's going to. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. pretty much that's how it is, right? I mean, that's, that's pretty much how it goes. So, so he's going to uh, calm down and call? He will. He will calm down. But I, what I get, and I get that it's going to take him a little bit of time. Right now, he's acting out. You know, he's enjoying the fact that he's acting out. He's feeling a little bit, you know, invalidated with how he's acting, and he's feeling like he's all, you know, I'm going to act this way. But he's he's going to calm down. It, it could take, from my perspective. A good three weeks for him to really calm down, though. But but then there is a, a reunion here for the two of you. So I don't feel like it's fully over. I think that, and I agree with Sarah in that the week before, I feel like he was kind of being passive-aggressive towards you. And, and he was feeling out of balance himself with some issues that he kind of had going on. And so it was like he was just chip, 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 pick, pick, pick away at you. Um, and it kind of escalated through the weekend and last week we talked about mercury retrograde and how it can affect communication and how it can affect relationships and i mean what this experience that the two of you had is a textbook example of miscommunications and misunderstandings and so forth and then you know kind of like escalating and allowing it to get really out of control of what a real mercury retrograde communication breakdown looks like okay also because the, the breakup happened during a Mercury retrograde period, you have a way greater potential of that not breakup being permanent. So I certainly don't see it that way either. So I'm agreeing with Sarah. Mm-hmm. I guess my question was, like, I guess it's really made me lay into him, is Wednesday night he disappeared on me without even a text. Thursday Thanksgiving I never heard from him, but yet I called a couple of times, and then I got a call back that he didn't know about. And there was a girl laughing in the background, which he swears was just a girl that he's friends with. So I didn't know if he started dating someone else behind my back, and that's why he was acting so weird, or what? Well, I certainly feel that, you know, not even communicating with you on Thanksgiving is an, enough reason to take a chunk out of his hiney on Sunday, you know? <laughs> yeah, big time. Oh, a big chunk. Big. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Yeah, leave him bleeding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to have a quick look. What's his name again? Jimmy? Yes. I'm going to have a quick look and see if there's someone else going around him, you know. 
I don't feel that. I don't really get a person like I'm not really getting that there's a significant person in his life per se. I, I mm-hmm. feel like he was at a, there were several other people around him. I mean, I, I get that he was like in a social atmosphere, in a social situation, right? Let's put this he was home. Actually, I know that. What I'm actually getting is this isn't somebody that he's just recently met. I get that this is somebody that he's known for a while. Mm-hmm. This is somebody that he's known for a while. So that does fit in more with the, you know, the friend, somebody, you know, mm-hmm. somebody like that. It's not like a new romance, like they were out having dinner or drinks or, you know what I'm saying, any type of thing like that. It just looks, this to me just looks like friends. This doesn't look well, like Well, then they. he came out with, well, because I, when I let him have it on Sunday, well, she is just a friend now, but in the past they had been together. And he who said, am I to even tell him what to do? If he wants to be with her, he can. That was just a, you want to set me off even more? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's just And I guess funny. my thing was to him, okay, if she was just a friend, for, why couldn't you pick up the phone to me, supposedly the girl you're dating? Mm-hmm. No, I hear you. I so hear you're you. thinking it really was just a friend? That's what it looks like to me. That's their status. Yeah, I got them as friends. Let's put it this way. What it does show on her side is I get that she's the one that reconnected with him. You know, something brought this about, brought this communication about. I don't get that. Like, it does look like there was a span of time that they didn't talk. I mean, these are not friends that talk every day. I don't get that. But I get that she initiated the contact. He went with it. And I do get that he did want to hide all that on purpose and i do get that this woman did kind of reveal to him that she would like more and does he want more with her or no let's see see i'm not getting that that's what he really wants i'm I'm, I'm not seeing it that way either i mean i and i don't feel i i don't feel like it was just the two of them socializing together i feel like there was a group of people in like this social atmosphere so i think if you had listened a little bit longer you may have heard other people in the background besides her cackling right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. which i also don't feel was accidental either exactly huh yeah she was making her presence known why? So that you would hear it. But why? He wanted to get me mad at him? No, 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 no. She, she... wanted to get you mad at him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice girl. Mm. So she knows about me then? I do feel she does. And he's not being with her and she wants to be and he's saying no? Exactly. She's trying to manipulate the situation in her favor to try and get him to be with her. So what she did was she created this big, huge noise, this laughter, so that yeah, you it was would really hear that. odd. I was like, "What?" Yeah, and the fact that she even wanted to see him on Thanksgiving, you know, that that as well. I mean, it was kind of like it was all orchestrated by her. But I don't see him running into her arms either. I feel like there was more people around than just the two of them. I'm not seeing this as a date. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not either. Yeah. But he'll be back. Where did he disappear to on Wednesday night then? Let's see. Oh, so you want to know if he was with her on Wednesday and Thursday? Yeah, like where did he... Texted me, I was going to see him, and then he never. And I called him like, just tell me if we're not going to, because it's you know Thanksgiving Eve. I can find other things to do, and I never heard from him. 
bad, bad behavior. Mm-hmm. Bad, bad behavior. That's just I wouldn't even have cared if he said I'm going out with a bunch of people because I have people to go out with too. It's just that he didn't even say anything. Yeah, he just dropped off the face of the earth. Mm-hmm. And then I got that girl laughing in the background, and I was ready to kill him. <laughs> Understand. Yeah, but, you know, he's not worth going to jail over. <laughs> yeah. So do you have any idea where he was Wednesday night? See, again, I get him in some sort of social atmosphere. So I think that he was he was... He was hanging out with friends, partying, frivolity, laughter, but it wasn't just a female friend. I mean, I have him around a group of people. I have him around more than one person. I feel like he's out socializing. He was out, and he, he literally chose to not communicate, which is unfortunate. Yes, yes, I get that yeah, But too. why is he I, choosing to do that? Did he want me to break up with him? No. I don't get that he wanted to I don't get that he wanted you to break up with him, but what what I'm getting is that this was kind of like a last minute thing, like, hey, you want to go and do 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 okay, you know, and that's what he did. And instead of telling you, you were saying that this was what he was doing, he felt guilty about it and instead did a passive aggressive thing of like, Okay, I'm just gonna hide until I can maybe either make up a good excuse, you know, like as to what I really did or just like avoid telling her altogether. It's like he didn't want to deal you know what I'm saying, with, you know, the communication that should have went between the two of you. But it wouldn't have been any problem with the communication. In his head, there would have been. He was afraid to. Didn't want to. Okay, then why didn't he even call me on Thanksgiving, yet he had this girl around? What was that about? I get that he didn't want you to know that she was there. See, I get the opposite with him, with this girl. Like, she wanted you to know that she was there. He mm-hmm. did not. He right. did not. Yeah, so he was avoiding you. And basically, with what we've been talking about today is how fear makes people do stupid things and actually sabotage things and do the Mm -hmm. wrong things and get Mm -hmm. the fear result that they were afraid of. Look exactly what he did. He didn't want it to cause problems between the two of you necessarily, but because of the way he handled that fear, that's exactly what happened. Okay, so you see him him calling in like three weeks? Mm-hmm. I feel it'll be closer to the three weeks out. It could it could be before then. It could certainly before be before then, Tanya. But it's it's I get right around that three week period, right around the official start of winter. So really, the best thing for you to do at the moment is to totally just pull back, retreat, and ignore ignore him. I mean, don't try not to think about him, even though it's hard. But we have to take a break now, and we hope that we were able to help you. Thank um, you very much. You are so welcome, but he'll be back, hon. Um, yeah, just hang in there. you got to remember he's a bit on the stubborn side, as you can see, and he's not oh, really. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's not good at fixing things. Do you see what I mean? He's really not. So that's why it's going to take so long. It's not because he's really overthinking whether he should get back with you or whether he shouldn't or assessing his feelings. It's more about, like, what do I do and how do I fix this and should I and blah, blah, blah. And, and he's not going to get with her in the meantime? I'm no. not getting that, No. no. Mm-mm. No. And okay. let go of the fear that he is, okay? We have to take a break. Thank you. Thanks for calling in. We will be right Can't back. Worry. Bye-bye. You have questions. We have answers. Thursday night at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, join Reverend Linda Newman and Tom Force for Answers. Join Linda and Tom for fun, uplifting, and empowering conversation. And, of course, Answers. At 8 p.m. Eastern Time, it's the Zoe Moon Astrology Show. Zoe will be bringing her unique perspective on the cosmos and its effects on you. Get a jump on your weekend 
and insight into the important transits by sign as Zoe shares what to expect up ahead. Life by number is where the numbers really add up. Love, money, health, move. Master numerologist Celeste reads your numbers and the vibrations they represent on the earthly level, sometimes beyond. Thursday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Call in early. The lines are hot. 248-545-7685. Instant feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. NewSkyRadio. NewSkyRadio.com. New Horizons. No Boundaries. Powered by CBS, Yahoo, and Radio.com. Back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lee's now. 248 545 7685. 
welcome back. I am Sophia, and I'm here with Sarah. Hello. And we are Empower, Enlightened, and Vision. Tonight, we're talking about fear and how fear can ruin your relationships. So we are taking live calls tonight, and our call-in number is 248-545-7685. Or you can leave a question for us on our immediate feedback at NewSkyRadio.com. And the most awesome producer in the world, Markel, will get our, get all your questions over to us that we can answer for you on the air. So um, tonight we are talking about fear and, and how fear and love cannot exist in the same space. Um, if you have fear, you can't have love. If you have your love, you can't have fear. So, Sarah, did you want to share something else about fear? Yes. Fear can make us do smart things, okay, sometimes. But in relationships, more often than not, fear makes us do really, really, really stupid things. In real life... If you're on a boat and see the dorsal fin of a shark, your fear should keep you from diving in and getting eaten. This is where fear is helpful. But when your fear of losing someone causes you to wake them up at 4 a.m. the night before their big meeting at work because you need to talk about your feelings right now or you decide it's time to pick a fight, your fears just made you an imbecile. Fear makes people do stupid things like check the dark basement armed with nothing but a flashlight when they hear a loud noise resembling a monster or an intruder. <laughs> it's, the sa- it's the same in relationships because fear makes people do things that often make their fear a reality or a bigger nightmare than they could even imagine. We have spoken to many clients who have put themselves into a state of financial ruin because of fear. For example, let's say the one you love counts on you financially. If the relationship itself sucks and they treat you like crap, but when they need money for their rent or their cell phone, they come right to you. They make you feel like if you don't help them financially, the relationship will be over. You're so focused on the fear of losing the relationship, and it has you forking over your hard-earned cash you know, and making sacrifices for yourself in an effort to keep it. Now, if you're going to buy something... Don't you look at the price and see if it's really worth spending your money on? If you are paying for a man to stay with you, shouldn't you be getting your money's worth? If he treats you like crap and you're paying his bills, you're getting ripped off, my friend. He should be treating you like gold, not like garbage. You can't buy someone's love. And if you try, you should see right away that it doesn't work. Can't buy me love. Oh, I'm not supposed to sing. Right. So There's no singing. Oh, sorry. But but they said I could just once. It's been my childhood dream. Okay, yeah, so when we feel in- <laughs> you're always so reasonable. When we feel insecure, lacking confidence, and have abandonment issues, we do not make the best romantic partner. Well, duh. When you project joy and tranquility, you give off a vibe that is much more attractive than someone who is pessimistic or depressed. When you project joy, and therefore love. You walk with your head up, you smile, you are kind to someone if they accidentally run into you in the grocery store, for example. But when you are in a negative place or in the space of fear, you walk with your head down, you feel like Eeyore, and you ram every man, woman, and child who gets in your way in the produce department. Would you want to date someone who is depressed, insecure, or without confidence? Wouldn't you rather date someone who is happy, confident, and self-assured? And we do mean confident, not to be confused with egotistical. There is a big difference. Yeah, very big. So are we taking Michelle now? We are taking Michelle now. So bring in Michelle from Florida who wants to talk about love. 
True love. Her love. Mm-hmm. True Mom, love. How are you? Hi, guys. How are you? We go, are good. So what can we do for you this fine, fabulous evening, Michelle? Well, I just want to say thank you guys for always being there because you guys are awesome. And I guess my real question is, is when am I going to start having more consistency with hearing from people? (laughs) (laughs) Hearing from people like the little fairies in the garden or? No, like the one in particular person that I always talk to you about. Yeah, okay. That one particular people. Mm-hmm. There's actually almost like two people in one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> of course. Actually, it looks to me like, yeah, I kind of feel before like the Christmas holiday and like December and blah, 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 it is going to be sporadic. That's not to say that you're not going to hear from them at all. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But I, for some reason, I get getting close to Christmas. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be like a, a bit of a period of time where he's going to go into a bit of depression. And we all know how charming and friendly and, you know, wonderful he can be when he gets that way. He doesn't reach out, kind of pulls back. But that's not, you know, about you or a reflection of your relationship or anything like that. That's just him going through, you know, his own depression. I mean, think about it. If you were him, would you be looking forward to next year? I wouldn't. No. Not with the way things are going. And I keep getting in, like, December – and not the first week. It's got to be after that. I really get that, you know, he's kind of going to do like a let's look back, you know what I'm saying, on the last year of horror. And uh-huh. it's not exactly going to make him feel real good. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But, and but, you know, around when the consistency is going to pick up, because right now it's sporadic, you know. I hear from him in a week and then two weeks and then back to a week. It's like crazy. It's not like consistent. It's always sporadic. Right. Mm-hmm. So as, as as far as that goes, I, I, I feel like it's probably about four to six weeks when some consistency is really developed. It looks like it's really on into what I call Capricorn. So that's like December 21 to January 21. In that time frame, I feel like things will kick up between the two of you. I also, I also see that as this time of new beginning for you guys. So I do feel like that's going to kick off this, this time when the two – excuse me, the two of you are actually – starting to to come together to create something to move forward. I see him taking more action. I see him initiating more communication. So he's going to come through the rest of the year kind of like a little bit, you know, melancholy, blue, looking back on the past year. Oh, my God, I really screwed everything up, blah, blah, blah. And with a little bit of fear moving into 2013 about what he's going to do and how he's going to do it. So... Yeah, but you know what? Also, at that time that you were talking about, the little Capricorn thing there, mm-hmm. I also feel like that's when he's going to finally have to be faced with the reality of giving up you know, yep. this, this way of life that he's had and this, like, hope of, like, possibly things working out and kind of hanging on by his fingernails. He's going to have to let go. He's going to have to call uncle. So I do feel like that also helps him get closer to you because he has to plan his new life because this plan isn't working. Right. Okay, so basically, with that being said, is for him to plan his new life, is he going to come here first, or how is, how I, you know, I don't understand how that's going to fit together. Is he going to pick up the phone one day and say, hey, I want to come to you to, for a visit, or is he just going to pick up the phone and say, hey, I need to start over, like, <clears throat> 
I, I don't well, feel like that's necessarily the first words out of his mouth. I just feel mm-hmm. like he's going to start letting you know him saying that things are, are bad and that, you know, he's got to make a change. And then you can chime in with, you know, how great things are going on your end. You know what I'm saying? Talk about a change of scenery because he really is going to need a break. And then you see what I'm saying? And then it kind of flows into the conversation. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah, and because be- he he's really looking now, the, the last weeks of the year, with so much regret and remorse around him, like what I would have, should have, could have done. He is in that space like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah and, that, and that whole thing of, of, you know, you failed. He tried and he tried and he tried and he tried. But he picked something that it was, you know, almost impossible. Actually, it is impossible, you know what I'm saying, for him to pull off. It's just, it's impossible. It's mathematically and everything else impossible. He should have known better. Yeah. So he can't bounce back. He can't bounce back business-wise from where he is, no matter what he does. It's, it's unfortunately, he has to hit this rock-bottom place, and, you know, it's coming fast and furious. But when we hit that rock-bottom place, that's when we actually are able to start pulling ourselves up and out of it, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, because it's happened to me. I mean, I hit rock bottom where I almost passed away and died, so I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, there mm-hmm. you go. And look at you now. You're all Exactly, and I have you lovely ladies, man. You've helped me out a great deal, and I just want to say thank you. You guys you're are awesome welcome. and phenomenal. You're always welcome. You are so welcome, Michelle, and thanks for calling in tonight. Um, we are going to take our final break of the evening. Um, there's still time for a quick question, though. Our number is 248-545-7685. And um, this is Sophia, and I'm joined by Sarah. We're taking Hello. a break, and we're saying goodbye, Michelle, and Bye, we'll Michelle. be right back. New Sky Radio, NewSkyRadio.com, and Psychic Radio, PsychicOnAir.com, powered by CBS Radio, AOL, and Yahoo, is unlike any talk radio station, with a mission to improve the world one listener at a time. This is where you can be the star of your own show. Our listeners are truly unique, truly interactive, and passionate about their world. The Sky and Psychic Radio listeners genuinely care about the environment, social justice, their personal health, and raising people up to live their best life every day. Our motto is New Horizons, No Boundaries. New Age Views, Life Coaching, Psychic Analysis, Alternative Medicine, and cutting-edge mind, body, and spirit shows can all be found on the Sky and Psychic Radio. Perhaps you have what it takes to join our broadcast family, an open mind, a great idea, and a passion for enriching lives. Check out all the exciting details by clicking the microphone on our homepage at NewSkyRadio.com or give Lisa Rodman a call at 248-546-9600 to learn just how affordable it can be to host a show.
Back to empower, enlighten, envision your life. Call Sarah and Sophia Lee's now. 248 545 7685. Welcome back. Um, we're back to the, last, to the last segment of tonight's show. I am Sophia and I'm joined by my co host, Sarah. Hello. Sarah and I are love and relationship psychics as well as relationship life coaches who are here to help you with your love and relationship problems, issues, and concerns. You can find us on EmpowerEnlightenEnvision.com as well as SoulmateReading.com where you will find many, many articles about love, romance, relationships, soulmates, and twin flames. Here there is no fluff or fairy tales, just accurate psychic readings, with realistic advice. The topic of our show tonight is about fear and how your fearful behaviors can affect, sabotage, and ruin your relationships. So I'd like to get back into our topic. What do you think, Sarah? Well, if you ask a man what qualities in a woman he finds repugnant and repulsive as opposed to attractive, you may hear things like needy, clingy, psycho, immature, and drama queen. All of these qualities come from a place of fear. Only a woman who is needy, clingy, psycho, immature, and a drama queen would have to be coming from a place from fear. Jealousy can be, you know, normal and not affect a relationship in a negative way. It's only when major fear is added does the jealousy get out of hand and ultimately ruin the relationship. Your jealousy comes from a fear of losing him to another, but acting completely over the top due to that fear can run him right into the arms of another woman. 
Exactly. And we talk to so many people who are in good relationships, but their own insecurities, low self-esteem, abandonment issues, and other fears or phobias can actually prevent the relationship from growing. If you are stuck in, in this place of fear, how can, how can the love you have in your relationship grow? It can't, and it won't. Our challenge through all of this is to work on ourselves, working through our fears and insecurities so that the love can grow. By releasing your fear, you release your death grip on the energy of the relationship. Of course, we understand that you love him and you want to be with him, but if the fear of losing him is stronger than the love that you have for him, you are living from a fear-based perspective. And all you will manifest from this position all you'll manifest from that position is more fear. And that fear will more than likely bring the relationship to an end. If you feel you can't live without someone, you are operating from a place of fear. If you feel you need to control someone or the relationship, you are coming from a place of fear. We realize you love him, but your fear is the very thing that is pushing him away and creating the disharmony in the relationship. Address your fear. Face it head on. Now, this is not an easy place to get to, but when you can do that, love comes in and takes over because you love yourself more than you fear losing the guy. You may love him, but what about loving yourself? If fear is ruining your relationship, take all the focus off the guy and focus it on yourself instead. Love yourself. If you love yourself, there is no room for fear in this relationship. It is time to defeat fear and kick it in the butt once and for all. People can also manifest fears when it comes to their work or job situations. You may have always felt the desire to work for yourself or pursue, you know, like pursue a like career dream or a goal. Your fears of failure may keep you from even making an attempt. The excuses you use to stay at a job you hate simply for a paycheck are really enabling you from a you know, from facing your fear and taking a chance instead of being too afraid to try. Many people finally found the courage to face their fears and did so because of a traumatic event. Because they had lost everything and hit rock bottom, they even lost their fear. Without fear standing in their way, they went on to achieve success in a way that they never even dreamed possible. And in this case, they followed the sage advice of Bill Cosby. Decide that you want it more than you are afraid of it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. We had a client who, hate, who was in a job that she hated for like years, but it was a great paycheck, but she was on the road all the time and exhausted from long hours of peddling software. She was a single mother, two kids in high school, one about to enter college, and she received no spousal support or anything like that. She really wanted to start her own consulting business, doing projects for many companies in her city that were using this software. She had a mortgage, a car note, you know, and all of this and to, to keep the kids and all of that. But the job was robbing her of her soul. The fear of failure prevented her from stepping out on her own and creating her own business. One winter, she took a skiing vacation and ended up having a nasty accident that required surgery and reconstruction on her ankle. With the ability to travel being hindered, you know, she was not able to meet the requirements of her quotas at work, and the company put her on probation. So now she was at a crossword like a total crossroads, not in that rock bottom place, but definitely in a place where she had to make a major choice. With the probation, she had 60 days to turn everything around with her job or, you know, 
get the business that, you know, she lost due to her illness, or she could throw caution to the wind and start her own consulting business. When a company puts you on probation, you are essentially blackballed, and even if she had turned things around, there was no guarantee that they wouldn't do that to her again. So essentially, she had fear on both sides. After consulting with us, she decided she would rather, you know, go from a place of power and control and start her consulting company by telling these people to take that job and shove it rather than try to fulfill the 60-day obligation, drive herself into the ground, and still run the risk of being terminated. In this case, fear worked in her favor, but she also made the choice to step up out of the fear-based mentality and embrace a new beginning with her own business. Today, she still consults with us and is happy and successful and loves what she is doing. Yes, she does. And that brings the conclusion to tonight's show. I am Sophia Elise, and I am here with Sarah. Bye. Goodbye. And we're (laughs) signing off and saying goodbye. You can catch us here next week, or you can find us on EmpowerEnlightenEnvision.com. See you next week, folks. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.